Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm Howard Walpuff, your host. Again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Today, we have a guest who really focuses on other people and really helping those that are challenged and really in need and has developed a business that helps these people and has spent a lot of time really throughout his entire life really developing up through this to get a better understanding of the financial world and how you're able to utilize it to benefit others. And very recently, over the last few years, he made the decision to kind of go in a direction to to help people. And I'm excited to hear a lot more about this decision and this journey. Um, My guest name is Mark Miller from UA Legacy Grants. And Mark, welcome to our conversation today. Thank you. Now, you have been on a journey throughout your career, and you kind of came to a decision only a few years ago to make this pivot. And I lead that way because it might be a good way for you to describe more about UA Legacy Grants and what it is and what you it is that you're doing. But why don't you start by sharing with us you have a business that you were working on, you that you owned, and you then decide on this pivot. So tell us about that business and tell us about the decision to make this pivot. Okay. Well, Universal Achievers, a, a for-profit entity and what we designed it for, and I'll just give you a capsule and then we'll go into a little more detail uh, after that. But I designed it to actually create income and revenue that would help a nonprofit entity by using a for-profit entity to create the funds. And uh, the reason I did that is I had seen that years and years ago, actually when I was in my 20s, <laughs> how a large organization, a nonprofit organization, actually had a whole large amount of for-profit businesses that was creating the funds necessary for that large nonprofit entity. So that registered my mind, and, and uh, over the course of time, uh, we decided to develop both, and, and in the course of time, also, uh, I was on a board of directors of a, of a nonprofit entity for 33 years, so I learned a lot about both sides, for-profit and nonprofit. So what we decided to do, and I'll just capture what we do and why, we, why we're doing, and we'll come back to that for a moment. Uh, our vision and the reason we created UA Legacy Grants, we're living in a world, and we envision a world where the rise of poverty is growing, and a lot of people live lives of challenge, and we wanted to create something that created financial independence because they've been given financial education and literacy tools and short-term financial support and income opportunities to move forward after the time that they have with us. We decided to make it to where we're able to help individuals in a different way rather than giving them something as a handout and a large amount of funds or whatever type amount of funds but to actually do something to service them for a whole year's period with some revenue and with some education and training and with some financial support 
and showing them how to gain financial independence. And also what we found also, there's a number of things that actually apply not only to those that, that we refer to as grant recipients, but there's also every single person has a need that can be serviced better through a nonprofit entity. For example, there's a lot of for-profit entities that have the ability to actually utilize their relationship with a nonprofit, showing that they do have feelings uh, for impoverished individuals or people that are in need. And actually, they convey that to those that they serve to say, we also are helping others in need. It's a sewing first or giving first concept that actually even hard uh, in, in the millennial generation is actually more in tune with that than the, the more mature generation, let's put it that way, and even the younger generation as well. So because of that, we decided to structure it where not only would service grant recipients, and again, keep it simple, but also to actually have tools and ways that we can help those that are in business. What some do is they contribute to a nonprofit for that purpose to help, but also to have it as the communication of what they're doing to help others. And whenever someone purchases something from them, it also is a benefit to those that are there to be able to actually show them that they have the ability uh, to not only do something to help the person that they're serving, but also that is creating the ability for some that would never have an opportunity to benefit to have the benefit as well. Well, this really took a lot of vision for you to create something like this. Obviously, sitting on that board for 33 years really uh, made a mark and really uh, a great impression on you. And aside from just how it differs from running one type of business to the other, a profit and a not-for-profit, but you really have been entrenched in this concept of, of giving and it, it, it really must be rewarding on a, on a daily basis to see what and how this type of grant giving does affect and help people in, a, in such a positive way. Right. There's so many ways it does. And there's some there's we have I'll just give a couple of things that will help to convey that in, in, a, in a way that's. Really, it's powerful, but also it's something that makes us realize the needs are greater than ever. Uh, we have what we call a wait list, and we have individuals that desire and are looking for grant recipients. We have communication out to be able to have them come and fill out a form. And our whole purpose and design is to actually help every single one of them gain a benefit from what we have, rather than saying, I can only help a few or you have to jump over a whole lot of hoops to get anything. We've kept it simple. Uh, in that regard. Uh, and because of that, to find those in need and what they have a need for, we, we communicate early with them to make sure that they're real, make sure they're a real person, make sure that they have a need and that they, that we can service them that would help them. For example, we give $100 a month for a year to those that, that we pull off the wait list and, and raise funds for. We have to raise funds and then we do that. And, and when, that, when that takes place, then we pull them off the wait list and begin a journey with them of educating for the first 60 days on what what we can do and what they need to do uh, to be able to start the journey. And then for 12 months, we do that. Some people say when we first talk about this, what's $100 a month? That's nothing. Well, to some, it's not. But to others, it's the difference between having food or shoes or clothes. And we have uh, just a 
few days ago, I just took a hundred. We have actually over 2000 individuals on our wait list right now that uh, we're beginning the process of raising funds for. Um, and as I mentioned to you, I believe earlier, Howard, in our conversation, we made a time of preparing for this with doing uh, a test in the, in the year of 2021 and realize what what was needed to refine it to make it simple and able to do it for a large number of people 2022 we paused to create everything to make it possible and then what happened as we did that i just took some of those on our wait list and looked at just a few of them the other day and one example was a, a woman with children was homeless is homeless and the only thing she has is a storage unit where all of her all of her goods are that she still has, and she doesn't have enough money to pay that storage unit to keep from losing everything she has, including being homeless. There's many other examples, but that's just one of many. Uh, and if with with any, uh, and most of us have a a a giving spirit. I mean, if if you really, there's some that don't, but I, I find this really encouraging and a, encouraging and a blessing. There are lots of people that have a giving spirit. They want to help. And uh, when they see a need, they want to do something. And to be able to do that in a way that actually also helps the one that is receiving it. For example, if we said, well, we want to give them $1,200, we could do that in a lump sum and they could go out and do something that would not help them, possibly. Uh, and it would only be just one little touch. But to have that 12-month period to service them with uh, some income, and educate them and train them in different ways, help them with the short-term financial support, but also to show them how to, over the course of that year, many of them can change and become financially independent over time or to learn the process of beginning that process. So there's, I guess, dual pieces to this, one of which is to market to an audience that needs these funds, that needs to file for these grants, and then I guess in some ways you're also marketing people to help with the fundraising for generating the, 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 the dollars that will translate into these grants. So what are you doing on both ends to, to market this business? Okay. All right. From, let's, let's start with the fundraising because that is the part that has to come first uh, to be able to service those that are, that are in need. And uh, what we did over the course of time and just now are beginning to do it in a larger way is we have fundraisers that are beginning to reach out and some will be set up to actually reach large units with uh, other large financial institutions or businesses, et cetera. But a lot of it will happen in the process of literally uh, doing things on the one one by one one to one level, and one of the ways that that happens again in a major way is business owners and especially sm small businesses uh, that want to help. But there's another thing that actually ties to this as well, and that's where uh, take for example small business that may have a person that's working for them that has a individual on SSI or disability income, and they don't have enough money, even though the 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 wife or the husband or one of them are working. The other one is can't go get a job because of their disability. But there's another part to this that's really powerful of what we, what we can do to help that some don't even realize is the case. If you were on disability 
SSI, etc. If you got money from another friend or family member or for-profit corporation or any place else, you have to report that income to the government that you're getting additional income. And that can negatively affect the income you get. And it can over a, a course of time, as you report it, um, you could actually lose your SSI. So one of the ways that a, I have a large accounting firm with a for-profit and non-profit uh, components. And in a nonprofit 51c3, like we have structured and, and we have in place, we actually someone that someone that is on disability, for example, and, and has a special need, the money that we can give them is truly a gift. They cannot pay us anything for it, and we don't ask them to pay anything. That's why others supply the funds either in a large sum or in a in a smaller capacity. What happens with those? Money comes in, and we can pay it out to those individuals, and it is according to the tax law with our nonprofit accountants. They do not have to report that income, so it never affects their because it's purely a gift and coming from a nonprofit entity. If it's coming from another place, they do have to report it, so that makes an, a door open to be able to help. So back to the example, someone, has a, uh, someone that has a spouse that can't work, is on disability, there, there is a way for that business owner to be able to help that person and have the ability to give something to them that doesn't hurt them, but actually helps them and keeps their employee happy. It really is a gift and a gift that, that is more than just monetarily. And right. it really is emotionally. It really is showing that there, especially in the, in the relation with the, the business owner, that there is a uh, connectivity there. That's that's a bond that 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 the intent is to is to strengthen and uh, take advantage of an opportunity here to to help them move forward. Right. There's another example that uh, I just ran across the other day, talking to a business person, and mentioned what I just said, and she said, "Well, my father has definitely has needs and is on a fixed income, and he actually." We have an issue because our, me and my siblings are paying him money to help with that. But it's to the point, if we give him any more, he'll lose some of what he already has. All those siblings would have to do is decide to pay that money to the, to the nonprofit, your legacy grants. And we would be able, for a small compensation fee for the charity, to be able to service their father and never have any issue with having any effect negatively on the income he's presently have. You, you've done a lot of research on this. Obviously, the prize right. that you took in the in the process really has helped the the whole functionality of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, what do you see as your outlook for 2023? Obviously, you said there's a, a waiting list, which is right. shows there's a demand. How right. is fundraising going to help? get through this waiting list and, and what happens if there are more people that, that want to end up being on the list? Okay. We have a whole system that creates um, new um, grant recipient applications every month. And those are substantial amount and that'll, that can grow as whatever. That's not, that's not a hard thing to, to get, put it that way. Uh, so what we have now, is, uh, and I'll just give you a figure. We have 2,700 individuals over the last very few months that have come on our wait list as we prepared to open for 2023. So we just now are, are we have some fundraisers that are just beginning the process 
And what we what we look at, or we look at it as fifteen hundred dollars. That would be twenty percent of the fifteen hundred would be for the operation of, of of the of the charity of the nonprofit, and twelve hundred, a hundred times twelve months, twelve hundred dollars to go to the grant recipient. So funds are just beginning to be raised for that, and as they come, uh, we'll just pull them off the wait list, and we'll do that, and 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 fund them. And uh, it will take a large amount of funds to fund 2,700, but it's the starting of the journey. The first quarter we're, we're looking for just basically starting and everything in place, $150,000. And from there with everything that we have and the contact relationships, what we're working to put together, we feel like that will accelerate tremendously. But there's one other way also, especially when we're talking to those that are in business or small business owners, uh, in those in, in those situations, what we have is a national footprint, and that's something that's different from most charities that service uh, in a grant type concept or those that are uh, impoverished individuals. It's usually like a mission, one city or one county or or whatever, and it can be some. Uh, I mean, it's feeding the homeless. It's uh, taking care of those that are homeless, taking care of feeding individuals. It's also where people that have a need for uh, a grocery, those that are supplying groceries from a nonprofit entity, or also um, that it's, there's many other ways beside that, but there's just so many different ways. Like for example, a drug rehab center. All of those have people that need what we have. And that's also what we will develop over the course of, of a short time is working with those that have those individuals in place as grant recipients that they can also help in that local area service them as well. Uh, the way we have it structured, we don't have to have that, but that's another. But back to the small business owner, um, what what we can do with them and what, what can help with them is to be able to say, okay, it may be that they have one of those uh, drug rehab centers or someone that feeds the homeless in their area. And they say, well, I know five people that really need what you have to offer, whether they're on SSI disability or whether they're just in, in great need. Uh, and what they, what we can do, rather than pulling someone off the wait list, if it's someone that has certain individuals that they would like to sponsor, like the spouse, like what we referred to earlier, or someone in need in their local area, we can, we can actually designate those funds where they can sponsor those one or two or five or 10 individuals and get those uh, serviced and begin the process with them right away. Well, this is such a rewarding program that you've created. Just the, the, the thought you've put into what you can do for the community, how it helps them while not hurting them at the same time, how it is a balance of the, how the funds are being distributed. So the hope is that their intents are good when they receive it. And, uh, and all the work you're doing with, with other small businesses to help them feel rewarded in the process and participate in something like this. It really is phenomenal. And uh, in some ways, uh, a lot of people look at this as a, as a life's achievement to be able to give back to so many in, in such a, uh, a really productive way. Um, is overall how rewarding is the entire process to you? Is, is, is what's happening now what you had set it out to be? It is something uh, that actually the vision that I had has grown and evolved over the years. 
uh, to the point of what we have in place now is far above what we expected that we could put together, but with also something that we now realize with the simplicity of communication to the fundraiser, to the donor, to the grant recipient, and to be able to service it and also have other entities like I described that feed the hungry, et cetera, to help us service those. It's something that's much larger than what I re even realized. The reward is, is amazing. Uh, when, when, we, when we get those uh, forms in where they fill in the information for those that want to have a grant recipient and see if they would qualify, we try to prove, approve all of them if they're real. And when, if you have any emotions, you only have to read four or five and say, this is something <laughs> that, that does us something better and bigger than anything I could do to help people that are really in need. Bottom line, Art, it's a giving first concept. What you sow, you'll reap. Uh, it, it's a it's a biblical principle, and it doesn't have to be, but it is. <laughs> it, it's a sowing and reaping in, in normal. every Everything you do, you plant a seed, you reap a harvest. You do something to help someone else. There's something that's also a blessing to you, and you, you're, you're blessed as well. It, it, it just, it's one of those things that I've found that everything that we do circles back to good <laughs> and to helping others and getting benefits above and beyond what you could ever think or ask for yourself. So, so Mark, what would be the best ways for people to get in contact with you if they have an interest in donating to this or, or have a need to, uh, to apply for a grant? Okay. Uh, number one, uh, we'll start with the applying for a grant, and that's uagrantgrant.com. That's where someone would go, and the first thing they see is uh, – a place to fill out a form, and that form is, is detailed, but it's not complex. And we find that individuals that are in need can fill it out and and do a very good job with it. And one one of the things that that happens with that, the way we have it designed, we can tell a very high percentage of whether it's real and what they need, and that we can service them. Uh, number two, uh, to get a feel of what we're doing, in in uagrant.com forward slash overview and that page not only shows and talks about what we're doing in a in a slide presentation but also has a link the, on that page to donate if they so desire and then a few one thing i do find also there's a lot of custom situations when it talks to small business owners and others that have friends or family that have a need for this and there's a there's not a, there's a phone number on the website and there's also a place to um, set up a consultation with me personally. All they have to do is go there and put the information in and we will set a time and talk to them about their specific need, design it where we can help them or their, those that they have passion for. Excellent, excellent, excellent. This is really fantastic, Mark, and really glad you got to share this with, uh, with my audience. And uh, we thank you so much for being on and really wish you the best this year as you keep going through with this wonderful implementation. I appreciate that very much. Thank you for the privilege. And thank you all for joining us as well. It's really great when you can set a plan and try to figure out how to give back to the community in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I think Mark has really gone the extra mile here in creating this type of a program and all the different aspects that go along with it. That is really remarkable and really uh, commendable of how he's helping so many different families and helping them get through the day-to-day. -day. 
so really follow this story because I think there's a, there's a lot more coming from it. And, uh, and if there's an opportunity for you to develop something like this as well, it's, it's definitely something to, to look into. But go out, have a great rest of today, and we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.